Hello, friends, and welcome to My Miniature Obsession Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Karf. This podcast is about all things miniature. We will explore the world of minis and all its raw talent, dedication, patience, and the new energy of this art form. Hear from miniature hobbyists and professionals from all over the world. We will gain a deeper insight into the creative processes that drive them. We will also explore what their biggest struggles are, their most devastating failures, and the most uplifting successes. I hope to encourage and inspire you in your miniature hobby, because even the ordinary become extraordinary in miniature. Hello friends, welcome back. I'm so glad that you're joining me today. I am going to share with you today a conversation I had with Priscilla. She is getting back into the miniature world after 16 years. I love this conversation. She actually made me a little jealous though, as she talked about her childhood dollhouses and accessories that her mom saved for her and recently gave to her. I would love love things from my childhood. So I am very, very jealous. So I loved hearing stories of that. And then also a community project, which really made me excited and to do it in my own community. So I am partnering actually with a friend and we are going to start a new project we feel in our community. I won't give it away here. If you listen to the end of our interview with Priscilla, you will hear a glimpse of what we are thinking about doing here in my community. So I also want to share a little bit of what's going on in my world. I've been very busy doing videos. This is something new to me, but I'm really enjoying it. And in two weeks, I will be launching a new course for you on how to make miniatures using your Cricut Maker. So maybe you have a Cricut Maker or you're thinking of buying a Cricut, but you have no idea where to even begin. And maybe some of you don't even know you can make beautiful miniatures using a Cricut machine. I know I love it because I don't have to, I don't have a sore hand anymore by using my X-Acto knife for those that have, you know, used an X-Acto knife to cut chipboard or mat board. You know that after a while your hand gets really sore. So Cricut Maker makes it super easy, plus all the cuts are perfect. So I am doing a course on how to make beautiful miniatures using your Cricut Maker. It'll be, um, like I said, a video course, and more details on that will be coming out in a couple weeks. So let's get um, going on the conversation I had with Priscilla. I do have a favor. If you love this conversation that I had with her, could you please snap a pic and share it to your Facebook or Instagram story? Maybe tag me at Mike Drop Miniatures. Also, please tell me where you are listening in from. I would love to hear where in the world everyone is listening to me. And just a way for us to connect. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes. And thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, happy creating. Oh, and one more thing. I did put Priscilla's handle, Facebook handle, in the description of this podcast. However, if you'd like to have it here, it's at Priscilla Minis. That's P-R-I-S-C-I-L-L-A Minis. So please check out her Instagram 
And so you can follow her and see all of her beautiful creations. All right. Now I promise I'm done. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, happy creating. Hi. Hi, Priscilla. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for meeting with me today, talking. Where are you calling from? Um, I'm calling from my, I guess, the library area, but more specifically New York. New York, okay. Yeah. So uh, it's 12 o'clock here. I think it's only a one hour difference. Yeah, it's uh, 11 here. I live in Wisconsin. So, mm -hmm. so are you tons of snow there in New York? Actually, not really. Um, it's a little alarming uh, that we don't have a lot of snow right now um because we're we're pretty close to canada where i am i'm in rochester okay uh, so usually around this time we we get a good amount of snow but it it's there's nothing right now <laughs> well, we're in the same boat here in wisconsin we didn't even have snow for christmas so it's really odd here yeah it definitely was a bit of a bummer uh when christmas rolled around and the grass was green so oh well <laughs> Well, let's talk some miniatures. So I met you through Instagram and looking at your account after 16 years, you were getting back into it. Can you explain how that happened? Was it um, 2020 being stuck at home or what brought you into making miniatures again? Yeah, you know, I'd say 2020 definitely had a lot to do with that. Um, I'm fortunate enough with my company to be able to work from home uh, with you know, quarantine and everything. Uh, so that's it's given me a lot more time to think about, you know, things that I want to do to occupy my time. Um, I'm also sorry if you hear any noise in the background. Uh, my cats are choosing this opportunity to to play. So that's okay. My kids, I think, are wrestling above my head upstairs. So I'm sure you'll maybe hear that too. So it's okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I mean, miniaturing was always something that, uh, I really loved when I was younger. Um, I think starting from when I was in elementary school, um, it just, I don't know, it was like this, this little world I could go to. And there's just something so charming about making small things. Um, and I don't think it's ever something that you kind of grow out of. Um, I think as I got older, you know, you kind of experience like the the pressure from like other kids, like, oh, that's that's kind of a, a strange out there hobby to have, you know, as a teenager or something like that. Um, so it's definitely something that that I got away from. But I'm really lucky that my mom uh, didn't get rid of any of my my dollhouses, any of the the, the furniture, things that I had made. Um, and I don't know, I just kind of fell down this rabbit hole one day of of wanting to do something creative again. And I, you know, was looking through the Instagram hashtags and seeing everybody else's work just inspired me to, to pick it up again. Looking at your Instagram account, I am so jealous that you have all your things from your childhood. Like how amazing is that? It's so cool that she kept all that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think, uh, she also just really, I was lucky enough to have a mom who really encouraged my creativity um, when I was young uh, and still supports me. And I don't know, I, I think she's almost more excited that I'm I'm back into miniaturing than I am. Uh, I definitely try to give her all the updates. And just for her to even ship me my dollhouses, I know in itself 
was kind of a feat. How many do you have? Because it looks like I, you know, I okay. So I have two with me right now. Um, one is still back home. Um, I forget the name of the company. It, it's a pretty well-known company. It's it's not a Greenleaf dollhouse, um, but it's it's this kind of white-looking colonial that I was given when I was younger by my mom. But she wanted to hold on to that one because I think she likes how it looks in our house. Uh, because it kind of resembles our, our actual house. So okay. it's, it's sort of like a fun piece for her to have around. So I wasn't able to get that one from her. Um, but I have another, uh, it's a it's a pink house. It's by the same company. Again, the, the name's escaping me. Um, it's okay. a pretty standard company. Like Duracraft or something or? No, um, I think it's like Real, Real Good Toys. Oh maybe. yes, yeah. Um, so this one was the first uh one of the first dollhouses I have. It's it's got kind of a unique setup. Uh it's more of a, a shop than a than a house. Oh yes, I saw that one. And I'll give everyone your handle so they can see visuals and I'll put them up too so people see what we're talking about. But yeah. yes, that store is beautiful. So you built that when you were a child? I I wouldn't, I did not build it, but I okay. definitely furnished it. Um, uh, the pictures now obviously don't have anything in it, but it's, it's kind of, it opens from the top yes, um, it's and you open the front so that it's, it's, it, it's sort of one and a half stories, if mm -hmm. that makes sense. It's got this big, for everybody who, who doesn't have it pulled up in front of them, it's got this big sort of open front room and then a, a balcony overlooking it. Um, so it, it's a, it's a bit of a challenge, um, to understand like what I want to do with that right now. I mean, everybody's saying, make it a shop, make it a shop, but I can't say I'm terribly inspired. Uh, I have an idea. Well, looking at your Instagram again, on your other, you are amazing artist, acrylic. Oh, <laughs> that's your studio and you line all those shelves with material to paint with. Oh, I do. I like that idea a lot, actually. Um, I like that because there there are all those little cubbies and yes. everything. It would be really nice to uh, at least get into making little miniature paintings. Um, that's that's definitely something that I, I want to pursue. Um, I, uh, I just love at least now even looking at all the frames I could put them in, things like mm -hmm. that. But yeah, the, uh, the acrylic painting is, is um, I'd say still, it's a hobby. It's, I've always been painting since when I was younger. And again, with quarantine, I'm just trying to push myself to- You don't do that for a living. Cause looking at your painting, no. oh, she must sell these for, for her living. Okay. Oh, oh gosh, no, no. Um, I don't think I've ever sold. Uh, the, I mean, maybe like a, when I was younger or something, but um, no, I, uh, my day job is, is definitely different. Uh, okay. wow. not as artistic, I suppose. Well, I can see that because, yeah, this little shop, as you would say, has like every wall has so many shelves and, you know, just the mm -hmm. line in with all paint supplies. I could see that because it resonates with you and that's what you like to do. Right. Yeah. I can't wait yeah. to see what you create with it. I like that. I do like that idea a lot. Um, so that, you know, that's, that's the one I'm, I'm struggling with planning. Um, but I think I, maybe I will go that route. Um, and then 
the other house that I have with me right now, I actually just got last weekend. Um, we have a shop in Rochester that's a, a miniature a miniature shop. Um, and I- uh, Do you know the name of it? I think it's called, I can never pronounce this word, Lil, Lilliput, Lilliput, does that okay. make sense? Um, I can certainly send you the link. Um, sure. I don't think they have a, a an Instagram or social media, but they do have a website. Um, okay. It was run by these really two very nice, very helpful gentlemen um, who I, I think I, I may have caught them off guard a little bit. Uh, I, I think I stayed in that shop for like an hour, just like with my mouth open, looking at everything. It was- Yeah, I would be too. I have a goal to visit, not all, cause I don't know how many actually there are, but I would love just to tour around in the US and see all these shops. Yeah, this, it just was really something special. Um, they had all kinds of building materials as well. Uh, just things I, you know, I'd never seen before. I can remember when I was younger, I had gone to, a shop with my mom. Um, this is in Southern New York in, in Nyack. I don't think the shop is around anymore, but it was just such a magical experience. It was run by uh, honestly people who felt like Mr. and Mrs. Claus, like it, it was that kind of a situation. Uh, I remember just being totally enthralled by the uh, miniature cakes. That was, that was definitely a big thing. Uh, that I, I loved looking at. I remember I went home and immediately tried to make something out of Sculpey, but I think that's easier said than done. Uh, I'm not so sure I had the dexterity to to go forth with that, but I definitely did one of the, you know, the thing where you have the bottle cap and you uh, make a pie out of it. You, okay, yeah. The bottle cap is like a, a pie dish, yeah. So I think I have a couple of those floating around. Well, it looks like you have clay, you could, always experiment and make some food? I definitely uh, dug out some Sculpey, which is probably like 10 years old. Uh, it's somehow still okay. Uh, and, you know, that first weekend, a couple of weeks ago, I, 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 I made a turkey because I think that's, you know, the rite of passage when, when you have Sculpey's, you, you make the first kind of food item you make is the turkey or maybe that's just me maybe I'm just weird actually, no I made a turkey too and I I actually just saw it the other day and it was hideous because it was like I mean <laughs> like 25 years ago I made it but right. I made a turkey too so maybe there's truth to that I don't know there's something about it well anyway it was it was pretty funny to me because when I opened this box of you know aside the dollhouses that my mom sent me she sent me the contents as well and one of them was a Sculpey turkey from when I was like 10. So just, I guess that that never changes. Uh, now I have two not so great looking turkeys, but. But for you being a painter, I think a lot like making the food, it's all about the shading and adding, you know, texture that your painting skills could really work into your sculpting. Yeah, that's, that's definitely something that I never explored in the past, the idea of actually painting the Sculpey. Um, I guess it, it had never dawned on me. So it was just me trying to get all of the possible colors together, you know, the, yeah. of the clay itself. I found that using not so much acrylics, but um, chalk. That's what I've seen as I've looked at other accounts. Um, it seems to work really well for people. I have zero experience with chalk. So we'll see how that goes. But 
uh, it's just amazes me the level of detail that people are able to get. I know, I know some of it is, some of it I have to like not even look at it because it makes me feel like, okay, maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was at managers, but. Right, I, I think that's a, that's a hard trap in general with social media is mm. you, can, you can become so inspired, but you can also get sort of discouraged. It's the inevitable comparisons to the other work that people are doing. And people are just doing absolutely amazing things. Um, I mean, I'll just say, I know the account that, that like kind of inspired me or at least like led me to start looking more into other people's accounts was definitely that Southern Gothic dollhouse account. Oh, um, I haven't even looked at that one. Do you know, is it called Southern? I believe the handle is Southern Gothic dollhouse. Um, okay. I can, yeah. I can look so, it up, maybe give him a shout out. Yeah, for sure. Um, yep. Southern Gothic dollhouse. Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably one I haven't looked at yet. I'll have to look at. Yeah, uh, she, uh, I, she has the advantage. I think she, she used to be like maybe a set designer or something like that. So it's like that level of creativity is pretty amazing. Um, I don't think I really have that part of my brain um, that's able to plan in that way. Uh, I I think that's that's where I'm a little afraid I'll get stumped right now um, because I can get so bogged down in all of these ideas of individual things that I want to make that kind of having them come together cohesively isn't isn't really isn't really there. Um, so I see you're really into vintage books. So I'm assuming that your decor will be more vintage Victorian versus modern. Yes, I. Uh, I think it's hard to say. I, I definitely, I definitely am into just that Victorian, Victorian opulent style um, is is appealing for sure. Um, with my own decor around my house, I, I feel like I like too many things, so it's sort of a mishmash. Um, I, I think it's really cool how people are making those more like 70s or mid-century modern dollhouses are really amazing but yeah. I think for me right now I'm I'm really drawn to the the extravagance of like the Victorian you know so you can get all those details in there or um, you could have a modern house that they decorated like you said just decorated in yeah that era for sure I think um what inspired me with this one account was just she's she seems to also be um, drawn more to horror, um, and I'm a huge horror fan. Uh, so that the idea of uh, a dollhouse that's not your typical dollhouse is is certainly appealing. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. the, the dollhouse that I ended up this past weekend with, um, which. I did not go in there to purchase. I went in just to look, and this is how these things happen. Um, this dollhouse, they told me, was uh, vintage. I don't know how old it is, um, but I felt like I couldn't leave without it. It's uh, three, well, like two and a half stories. It has that top story as the attic. Pretty, pretty standard setup. Um, definitely older. I, I don't know who made it or if a company made it or anything like that. It's interesting because it sort of fits together like a puzzle. Okay. Um, so I felt kind of guilty when I picked it up because I was like, how can I, how can I 
I don't know, do anything to this. It's so old. Like I feel almost like I need to honor it in some way. I feel guilty if like I, I can't pull it off, so to speak, because it's so old. Um, but if you just put furnishings in it that you yeah or not worry about the shell so much if you want to leave that intact right um I will say my my first project was putting shingles on so I, I'm not necessarily off to a good start with keeping the shell <laughs> how it has been um but I think for me I just wanted to have sort of a first project that um it, it was almost a, a bit of a, a larger endeavor so I could have that kind of gratification so I could really see what I, I'm able to do. Yeah. Start off with with something like that. Um, I thought maybe it would motivate me to go forward, but we'll see. So uh, do you think most of your furnishings you'll make or do you, will you purchase? You know, I'm really, I'm really not sure. Um, I right now my focus is mainly the floors and the walls and kind of falling down that rabbit hole of you know i i think i'd like to lay the floors myself uh so i i don't really want to let myself get into that idea of of furnishing just yet again i think i'd rather have that that larger plan and then i'll allow myself like to indulge and look at furniture um I honestly don't know if I have the tools to make anything really intricate um, in terms of furniture. Um, I mean, I've, I've been steadily ordering things, you know, online that are pretty basic, uh, but like power tools and things like that, I don't think I am at that level yet. So I'll probably end up buying things. They actually have these little mini, I think they must've been thinking of us miniatures mini saws and mini um, scroll saw, the thing that comes down, that is scroll mm -hmm. saw, um, the miniature ones. So they're like $60 and they're really, I mean, they're teeny, so they mm -hmm. can fit right on your desk. And they're so cute. So that's just always an option if you space and finances, you know, it's, they're cheaper and I think they'll do the job. Cause most time you're cutting with really pretty thin wood. Mm -hmm. So, but if, as far as the floor, popsicle sticks, Mm -hmm. usually what I start off with and I uh I have a bulk package sitting in the corner of the room of coffee stirrers there you go um so that's you know that's that's the direction I'm going to try and go I looked at um you know all those inspiration pictures of like the in the wood flooring uh, the really detailed like patterns that you can make but I might be biting off a little more than I can chew uh jumping in like that but uh I bought, I think it's called a, a miter cutter. Okay. Um, it, it's that. It, for it's angles? Sort of, hmm? For angles? Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm hoping that will help me a little bit other than me just having to measure everything. Um, what we'll would see. you say is your number one reason why you do miniatures? I know it's kind of a hard question, but if you um, could, the one I, thing. It's just another way to express myself. Um, it brings me this joy uh, that, that's kind of hard to articulate. Uh, yeah. just, I, I don't know what it is. It's, it's magic. I think there really is a magical component to it. So. And especially with having 
like me being so sentimental, you having your childhood, you know, home and furnishings, that must be therapeutic in its own sense, or at least for me, it would be. Yeah. When you can remember those pieces from your past. It, it definitely takes me back for sure. Uh, to, to a time when I didn't have so many, so many stressors or whatever, but yeah. Um, I also have noticed uh, people around the neighborhood have started, I don't know if this is cropped up in Wisconsin, but people have really gotten into fairy garden gardens lately. Okay. Um, so I know in my neighborhood um, with the little strips of uh, yard in front of people's houses, if there's like a tree uh, in between the sidewalk and the road, people build little, little fairy gardens around the tree and it's become like a neighborhood thing. That was you live in a cool neighborhood. I went out with that. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was also something that I noticed on my walks that people were doing. It became like, oh, this tr this street has their fairy garden, and the street has theirs, and it's almost like a scavenger hunt that they've started. I would just make things for their little fairy gardens, and then when they're not looking, add things to it, surprise them. Yes, I feel like I I should do that. That will be my my sneaky thing that I do. Especially if you know the family, like make it personal to the family, that would be even cooler. I know what people do is they attach bags to the trees. Um, but again, I said it's kind of like a scavenger hunt. Um, I think they have little, little like booklets in the tree, in the, in the bags, yeah. things that you can, kids can take. I know it's weird more towards children, but I'm like, I want them. <laughs> You should post a photo of that on your Instagram mm -hmm. so we can see that. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll have to see if I can find them. I mean, we did get some snow uh, a few weeks back. I mean, it's all melted now. I'm not sure how the snow and the leaves from fall affected everything. Um, yeah, the thing here where people paint rocks mm -hmm. and then they'll put like a message on the back. So my kids are constantly finding rocks in the park but they want to keep them and take them home. I'm like, let's just hide them for other people. But that would be so cool if I could start a trend fairy garden. Yeah, I it it's definitely a thing that I've, I've noticed a bunch of them. Um, I, I don't really go on my walks too much anymore because I'm a baby and it's cold out. <laughs> but over the summer, that was I loved finding new ones. Um, it also helps. I live two doors down from an art teacher, mm -hmm. uh, her name's Katie. She's awesome. And uh, she's the person who started them for our street. So it, yeah, it helps so to have creative people in the neighborhood for sure. Yeah, well, I want to start that in my own neighborhood. <laughs> so anything else you want us to know about you and your creations or anything you can tell someone wanting to start off with miniatures that is like scared, like, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to get started. You know, any words of encouragement? Um. I would say, don't think, just do it. Don't think, because that's something I, I find myself living in my head a lot and feeling uh, the need to be a perfectionist about every single thing that I spend so much time doing that, that I don't actually just do it, you know? Yeah. Uh, which I, I think is is definitely advice that a lot of people give, but uh, don't don't worry about perfection, just jump right into it. And I definitely think we should see some of your miniature paintings because you're awesome okay. in your homes, like in your houses. Try to incorporate them for sure because that would be so cool. And it's you out hanging on the wall of your dollhouse. 
I swear I'm not that narcissistic, <laughs> but that would be awesome. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Well, thanks again for talking with me today. Yeah, for and sure. Thank you for having me. Giving me some inspiration to start that fairy garden, maybe in the spring, because who knows, I'll do it now. And then, yeah, snowfall will come and you won't see it for six months anyway. So, yeah. All righty. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye.